a diagnosis, something that we spend years and years searching for. And then when we get it, we feel like we got an answer. But did we really? Did your diagnosis answer the question, why? If it didn't, you're in the right place. I'm going to teach you the why behind your health struggles right here on the Beyond the Diagnosis podcast with me, Dr. Kylie. Autoimmune diseases, depending on who you talk to, affect 24 million people just in the United States. And depending on the source that you look at, there are 80 to 100 autoimmune diseases. Some of those include things like MS, Parkinson's, AS, ankylosing spondylitis, even autism is considered an autoimmune disease, Addison's disease. Um, I'm looking through this list just to see what catches my attention. We have Bolo disease, Bochet's disease, celiac disease, chronic fatigue syndrome can be classified as autoimmune. So if you're struggling with chronic fatigue, listen up. I'm going to teach you how to calm your immune system down, find the trigger, remove it, and then heal. Stop that autoimmune attack. Lyme disease, Crohn's disease, which is a gut problem, diabetes type 1, endometriosis. Ooh, I love the fact that they have endometriosis on this list. If you haven't checked out episode 24 on the podcast yet, you need to. I'm going to teach you how to dissect endometriosis. So those heavy and painful periods can be a thing of the past. There are underlying causes to this. Birth control is not the answer. And I'm sure many of you have tried it and have discovered not fun side effects. Guillain-Barre syndrome, Hashimoto's thyroiditis, juvenile arthritis. So if you're getting arthritis in kids, lichen planus, a skin condition, Meniere's disease, multiple sclerosis, like we already said, MS, uh, myasthenia gravis, MG. I mean, the list goes on and on and on, and I'm only to the P's. So we have POTS, we have psoriasis, we've got Raynaud's, rheumatic fever, rheumatoid arthritis, sarcoidosis, scleroderma, um, SLE, ulcerative colitis, also a gut issue, and all sorts of fun stuff. Now, when it comes to these diseases, okay, remember, this is autoimmune. This is where your immune system starts attacking your body. We want to figure out why it attacked, how to calm it down so it will stop attacking. So we can halt or stop autoimmune disease in three steps that I'm going to teach you today. But I want you to understand that the immune system contains things like your tonsils, the thymus, your lymph nodes are part of the immune system, the appendix, your spleen, bone marrow, and of course, your gut. All of those organs create your immune system. And like I said, more than 24 million people in the United States have an autoimmune disease. The numbers keep escalating. 
In fact, they they guess that over 8 million people have antibodies that lead to autoimmune disease. So it's just a matter of time before their body produces the symptoms that will label them with the diagnosis. So here's a couple, here's a little teeny bit of research, all right? Sunlight associated with autoimmune diseases. This research suggests that exposure to UV radiation from sunlight may be connected to the development of juvenile skin problems and autoimmune disease associated with muscle weakness and skin rashes called dermatomyositis. Childhood poverty has been linked to RA in adults. Research discovered a link between the, the poverty in childhood and rheumatic, rheumatoid arthritis in adults. The effect of lower childhood socioeconomic status and lower adult education level equaled the combining effect of both having a paternal and personal history of smoking that led to rheumatoid arthritis. Agriculture chemicals and rheumatoid arthritis. Researchers found that exposure to some pesticides played a role in the development of RA in male farm workers. Organic mercury can trigger autoimmune disease. In a study, they used methyl mercury exposed at generally considered safe levels led to the development of autoimmune antibodies in women of reproductive age. Those antibodies then turned into autoimmune diseases like IBD, inflammatory bowel disease, lupus, rheumatoid arthritis, and MS. Mercury, research. Okay, what about genes? Genetic factors in autoimmune muscle diseases. Researchers identified the primary genetic fact risk factors associated with autoimmune diseases in Caucasian populations in Europe and United States. Yes, genes play a role, but genes have to get triggered. They have to get turned on. And I'm going to teach you what can turn those genes on. That's the first step of autoimmune. Gene environment interactions with RA. Of course, genes have to get turned on. And this specific study looked at cigarette smoke as that mechanism of turning those genes on. Then last but not least, the role of nutrition in development of autoimmune disease, specifically vitamin D. Researchers indicate that vitamin D plays an important role for preventing immune dysfunction in older populations. Another study funded well, found that dietary micronutrients like vitamins and minerals could improve or worsen lupus. That is all research in regards to autoimmune disease. Now, my, my take on autoimmune disease is very different from most. When I approach autoimmune disease, I really don't care what the diagnosis is. Neither should you. The only thing that the diagnosis tells you is that you have these symptoms that fit underneath an umbrella and that umbrella is then gonna give you a label. That label will then say, okay, here's the pill or the injection you should take for the rest of your life. For example, I had a 25 year old male come in at the end of last year. When I say come in, I mean, we talked over the phone and then we had a Zoom consult because that's how we do things around here. Zoom consults and we've been doing it before it was cool. 
He got diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis at 25 years old. His, his a rheumatologist told him that he was going to have to take Humira every week for the rest of his life. This injection that hurt. And that was the way he was going to, quote, manage his symptoms. So his joint pain didn't get worse. He's 25 years old. He's a CrossFitter. Well, trying to be anyways. And he is actually African. He moved to the U.S. just a couple of years ago. And we got a joke around because I went to Africa my after my senior year of high school. 18-year-old, white, red-headed girl stepping into Accra, Ghana, where they spoke English, but you had no idea what they were saying. And um, let's say I stuck out like a th- sore thumb. But it was remarkable. And I wish, like, I can't wait for the next opportunity to go back. What I did there was I helped out at an orphanage with um, kids and I taught them how to recognize their numbers and letters. It was pretty cool. So we were able to joke and and figure out that, yeah, I've I've experienced some African culture and we laughed about the whole, they're speaking English thing, but you can't understand what they're saying. So when it comes to autoimmune disease and especially with him, what I did was, okay, your immune system started to attack your body. Your genes told it where to attack. So if you have Parkinson's in your family, like I do, it's going to tell you to attack your nervous system. If you have MS in your family, your immune system is going to start attacking your nervous system because that's what your genes told it to do. If you have Hashimoto's in your family, your immune system is going to start attacking your thyroid because that's what your genes told it to do. Crohn's going to start attacking your large intestine. Rheumatoid arthritis, it's going to start attacking your joints. Maybe even linked Alzheimer's, it's going to start attacking your brain. And really, all of the mechanism is the same. You have to figure out why is your bot, why is your immune system so uptight, so on fire, on alarm? Once you can figure out why the immune system's upset, you have to remove the trigger, feed the immune system with what it needs to calm down, and then the body can heal. So I don't care what your diagnosis is. I don't care if you got diagnosed 10 years ago or 10 months ago. Now, the faster you can get on this, the better because less damage is going to occur. We're stopping the autoimmune attack right in its tracks in three steps. So act sooner than later. And in the next 20-ish minutes, I'm going to teach you those three steps, the triggers that spin your autoimmune disease. Turn it on. Turn the gene on. Because think about it. Why does somebody in the family get diagnosed with Parkinson's at 65 years old And another person that found me get diagnosed with Parkinson's at 42. What's the difference there? It's the same genes. It's just a matter of how much can the body tolerate before that gene is triggered on. Rheumatoid arthritis, juvenile arthritis. Why does somebody get RA at 49 and another person get RA at 14? It's just a matter of how much can the body handle before the genes get triggered on. Think about it like a cup, okay? So you're putting water inside a cup. The more 
the cup can only handle so much water. When it starts to overflow, that's when the genes get triggered on. Okay. It doesn't matter what the disease is. It's the same onset. It's the same mechanism. It's the same route in which all of this occurred. Okay. So step number one is to identify the triggers. Fix the, identify the triggers. Okay. So if you're listening, write these triggers down or just be thinking, okay, which one was mine? What was the trigger or the triggers? Oftentimes it's multiple that on, that was instigating my RA or my Hashimoto's or my, I mean, you name it, triggers. These triggers can be our food. Now I'm going to stop and think about this for a minute because our food gets blamed for everything. You look at the podcasts that are out there, you will identify hundreds of podcasts in regards to food and nutrition. And health coaches will say, hey, because you have XYZ diagnosis, it was because of your food. I know people myself who have said, well, I had a stroke at 27 because of the food I'm eating, the food sources. Yes, that's important but it's not the end-all be-all. If I'm working with a 17-year-old who is finding suicidal thoughts really because he's, anti he's on antidepressants and dealing with anxiety and depression, and then some doctor tells them that he's not going to get better till he cuts gluten and dairy and soy and sugar out of his life, he's 17 years old. You're telling him that he can't go out with his friends on Friday night because it's gonna, that's what's making him feel anxious and depressed? No. Let him go out with his friends on Friday night. In fact, it's better for him to socialize. Food is just one component. Food sensitivities, yeah, you're sensitive. Why? Figure out why your immune system is reacting to all these foods. Remove the trigger, calm the immune system down, and stop the attack. So food can be a trigger. Parasites. Now, when I say that word, a lot of people will think, oh, well, I don't have parasites. I've never been outside of into the third world, into a third world country. There's no way I have parasites. I know practitioners, doctors of the alternative functional medicine world that the number one test for identifying if you have parasites is to take the patient's pulse. If they have a pulse, they have parasites. That's how common these suckers are. Now, if you go to a stool sample into your MD's office, they're going to collect that stool sample. They take a little snippet of it, stick it underneath the microscope if they see anything. Yes, it's positive. If they don't see anything, it's a negative. Very, very inaccurate test. In fact, there's no way to accurately test parasites. Trust me, I've done the research. Now, is it safe to say that every person has parasites in them? Mm, I think that's pretty far stretched, but the dudes are geniuses. So they're probably, they're onto something. Okay. Parasites can hang out in all tissues. That's why it's a very, very difficult to test for them because they like to hide. They hide in your liver. They hide in your muscles. They hide in your 
like whatever tissue they can find that they like to hide in, they're going to hide in it. It's not just parasites in your gut. The best way to identify if you have parasites is a simple blood test. In fact, the blood test, you have it already because it's a CBC that your doctor takes. Hopefully they did it with differential. If they have just a CBC, it's really no good. Sorry. CBC with this, that's going to tell you. I will teach you how to read this in a very, very simple way to identify if you have parasites inside the Healing Beyond the Diagnosis tribe, the HBD tribe. It went live today, so come join us. There are programs in there where I teach you how to read your labs. Yes, those labs that are normal. They might be normal, but they're not ideal. And in fact, the most common lab test can tell you if parasites are a cause or a trigger or worry trigger for your autoimmune disease, even chronic fatigue. I teach you that inside there. So get inside Dr. Kylie Burton backslash healing beyond the diagnosis with dashes between each word. I'll put the link in the comments below, but that would be where you can learn for yourself if you have parasites. And then guess what? Not only do I teach you how to identify it, but then I say, okay, if you have parasites, here's the protocol. This is what I do with my patients to get rid of their parasites, to get their lives back to normal, to conquer IBS, IBD, chronic fatigue syndrome, headaches. I mean, the list of symptoms that go along with parasites is innumerable. There's a lot of crap that deal with parasites, especially because they can hang out in any tissue. So I give you everything you need inside that community. Come join us. It launched, started today. Get in before the end of January. It's 99 bucks a month for your entire household to start transforming their health by healing beyond the diagnosis. That's the parasites. If that's a trigger, you can discover that with your normal lab. Bacteria and viruses are the same thing. You can figure out, because I teach you how, to identify if bacteria and if viruses were a cause of your diagnosis or lack of diagnosis by that regular blood work. In fact, I'm teaching a thousand doctors inside a Facebook group how to do it every week. I teach you how to do it in a very, very simple way too. So you can become more confident in reading your labs than even the doctor who's handing you the labs. Promise. Parasites, bacteria, and viruses. These are very common infections. In fact, 90% of people with autoimmune diseases have some type of hidden infection. This is an infection that if you go take some stool sample or take a blood test like Campylobacter or E. coli or H. pylori or C. diff, those will probably come back negative. Hopefully, they come back negative, in fact. But the infection is low-grade and it's hidden. Those hidden infections can cause an array of symptoms because it's a system destruction. I'm going to dive into more of this on a future episode that's called, what am I calling it? Stop Chasing Symptoms. I'm going to go into all sorts of how these infections can cause frozen shoulder, 
nervous system breakdowns in any way, shape, or form, including sciatica, um, muscle seizures. I mean, I could literally go on and on, but that's coming in a future episode. Infections are huge. If you don't take care of the infection properly, it doesn't matter what you try. You're gonna your list of medications is gonna be nine thousand pages long, or your list of supplements is gonna be eighty five hundred pages long because you're just trying to take things to survive. You have to get rid of these guys before your body can heal. Doesn't matter the scenario. Doesn't matter the diagnosis or the lack of diagnosis. Hence why I call it healing beyond the diagnosis. Come inside, I'll teach you everything you need to know. And then I'll be there to join with you along the way. Oh, by the way, when it comes to viruses, did you know that the most common instigator of Hashimoto's thyroiditis is an Epstein-Barr virus flare, also known as mono? In fact, research has it that 90% of us carry the Epstein-Barr virus. It's just a matter of when is it becoming active and when is it more dormant. And promise, if you have chronic fatigue in any symptom, in any chart, in any diagnosis, pay attention to the infection. Pay attention to viruses. And when I find that there's a virus on a lab, it's like, yes, that's the easiest one to take care of. Parasites can get gnarly. Killing bacterial infections, uh, you can do it. I teach you how. And it's pretty simple, but viruses, that's a one supplement kind of thing. That's a Vivi supplement, an antiviral. Next up, the triggers, we can have candida, candida overgrowth, and the lack of attacking it correctly can affect candida. The first thing you need to do with candida is uh, cut out the sugar because sugar feeds these guys there's an entire dietary regimen for candida inside the tribe. Come join us. Next, chemicals. Like we talked about with the research, the mercury has been shown to instigate RA. Mercury is just one chemical. Now, you can go buy all the organic food in the world. You are still getting introduced to chemicals. We're not going to go into how organic stuff is produced, especially in the United States. But I will say we live in 21st century America. You cannot avoid chemicals, toxins, exposure to them. If you go outside and breathe air, you are being exposed to chemicals. Look up in the sky. I live around a base, Hill Air Force Base. There are chemicals being left behind by the F-35s flying over, making us all plug our ears because they're so loud. Down the... 30 miles down the road, there is a plant that pumps out crap in the atmosphere all day long. I have no idea what the plant is producing, but it's something important apparently because they're filling our air with crap. Chemicals are unavoidable. They are part of that filling up the cup process. Stress. So many times people will say, well, I felt so good until 2008. I felt so good until I had baby number three. I felt so good until like the last really eight months of my life. Stress is an important factor, but we have to look at two forms of stress. External stress, what's happening on our outside, our lives, and 
internal stress? Is there something our bodies are fighting that's causing it stress? Sometimes we can't get rid of these guys. External stressors are there. 2020 is there. You can't, you can't get rid of it. You can't change it no matter how bad many of us want to. But what we can change is we can find that internal stressor and get rid of it. So now our body has less stress to deal with. Oftentimes that internal stressor is the low-grade hidden infection. Along with chemicals, metals can be a trigger of autoimmune disease, like mercury, mold. I know I'm in Utah, we're in a desert. I know I lived in Oregon. I lived in Portland, Oregon for four years. There would be mold growing on my car because of how humid it was. There is mold growing in places that we don't think about. For example, in the springtime, when the ground unthaws and the leaves unthaw, mold arises. We chopped down a couple of our trees last year. Mold was infested in the middle of the trunks. Mold is around places where you don't think that there really is. Okay, if you think mold is an issue, check out a previous podcast episode called Is Your Home Making You Sick? There is a test on there called the ERMI test. Check that episode out. She'll teach you more about it. That's one way to determine if your home is actually making you sick, instigating your autoimmune disease, causing these flares. Then we have these metabolic moments that can lead to autoimmune diseases, like pregnancy, like the flu, like even PCOS. These moments where our body goes through these traumatic events can onset autoimmune diseases. If you've had two kids and not been able to recover, if you've had four kids and just after your fourth pregnancy, it was like everything went to crap. That's a component of an autoimmune trigger. A couple of key points here before we move on when it comes to triggers. Back in the beginning, we talk about this thing called food. There's a test, food sensitivity test. Now, I have seen many of these come through my Facebook feed, and I want to comment and laugh on them every single time, but I hold back. Don't waste your money. Don't waste your time. Food sensitivity testing identifies the one form of food in its raw state. If you combine that form of food, say you're putting broccoli in a casserole, that's going to change the protein structure of that broccoli. Therefore, it will change the food sensitivity. If you cook the broccoli, it's going to change the protein structure, therefore change the food sensitivity. Your test is only testing food in its raw sensitivity form. It's a very raw form. Unless you go through the company Cyrex Labs. That is a sensitivity, food sensitivity test I would take. Also, when it comes to food sensitivities, you can eliminate all the foods in the world, but until you fix the gut, if you fix the gut, you can eat these foods again without having traumatic problems. For example, NAET 
focuses on food sensitivities and allergies. That's great. It's probably good some great stuff. But if you fix the gut, get rid of the trigger, the food sensitivities resolve because your body's no longer up in air. It's no longer in uproar. Okay, that's step number one. Step number one, identify the triggers. Those are the triggers. And if you want to learn more about identifying them with your normal labs, jump inside the HBD tribe. I'll see you inside. Step number two. Once we remove the trigger, we need to calm the immune system down. I'm going to talk to you today about three key ingredients that will help do this. Those key ingredients are vitamin D. You all know my protocol at this point. If you don't, jack it up. Jack up the vitamin D, especially if you're dealing with anxiety and depression. Get it tested. You want your vitamin D levels to be between 80 and 100, not 30 and 100. You're not going to feel any difference if your vitamin D levels are 30 or 40. You're going to feel a difference if they're 80 or 90. Trust me. Trust many people who are doing it already. Then these guys called omega-3s and 6s. These essential fatty acids, they help to calm the immune system down. And last but not least, this guy known as glutathione. Glutathione is a key component for detox to occur. Speaking of detox, should we perform a liver cleanse or a detox? And what's the difference? A liver cleanse is where you cut specific foods out or you juice specific foods for say three days. That's the very most common one. You're gonna juice fruits and vegetables for three days and that's the only thing you eat or drink. That would be a liver cleanse. That's good, but there's something better and even something best. A liver cleanse is just going to reduce the burden on your liver. It does not do anything in regards to building up the components it needs to perform detox. That's where the best option comes into place where you do prep body brain phase, which is a three-month detox process that gets toxins and chemicals out of your thyroid, your adrenals, your liver, your gut, and your nervous system and brain. Remarkable things going on with that. Glutathione is one of those pieces the liver needs requires to complete detox. Here's the problem. Mercury takes our glutathione stores. So if you have mercury fillings in your mouth, maybe that was one of your triggers. It's stealing from your glutathione reserves, allowing your liver to not be able to do its job, allowing the entire detox system to work harder than it needs to because you don't have sources of this. So calm your immune system down with three things, vitamin D, omega-3s and 6s, glutathione. What do I use with my patients and people in the tribe? I use the vitamin D3, I use CVO, and I use G-cell. Those are the, the supplement versions that I use. I'm an expert in those supplements. In fact, that's how I teach doctors. Anybody who has these supplements that they're using in their office because you can only get them with a doctor's license. I teach them many things, including how to use these supplements. Step number three, once we have identified the trigger, removed it, 
calm the immune system down. Now, this lovely thing that, again, a million podcasts are all about the gut. Scroll through your Facebook feed. You're probably going to find some ad in regards to some magic pill about your gut or some magical test about your gut or who knows what else is coming in the near future. Gut is very, very important. But again, it's one system in the entire body. But yes, it's a key system. Fix the gut, remove the food sensitivities, calm the immune system down, stop autoimmune disease in its tracks. There is an episode that launched on the podcast last week, or actually it's coming out tomorrow. Tomorrow is when it's coming out. It's called My Three-Step Gut Rehab. I think it's episode 30. That goes into how you should properly take care of your gut. And if you want to dive in deeper, come join us in the Healing Beyond the Diagnosis Tribe or the HBD Tribe. I teach you the three-step gut rehab inside the podcast. We dive in deep and we get into the labs inside the tribe. Come join us. $99 this month. If you wait till February, it's going to become $199 a month. So jump in now. Do this with your friends. Have them come join us. There is so much going on inside there, guys. Along with all five programs, you have access to the mini courses, including the three-step gut rehab mini course. Then every week of the month, we're going to be joining with a live call. The first Monday of the month will be Monday Mindset with a remarkable mindset coach. I already have February and March is lined up. The second week of the month is going to be a group Q&A call with me. So if you have a question, if you are getting stumped on a specific lab, come join the call, ask the question, I'll be there to answer it. The third week is going to be what to eat Wednesday. I already have multiple nutrition gurus lined up for February and March. February, we're going to talk about what to eat for balancing hormones. March is what to eat for improved energy throughout the day and how to avoid eating the whole pantry at night. The fourth week of the month is expert sessions. I'm in the process of getting the February and March lined up. I'm hoping we can go inside Systemic Formulas, the supplement company, and walk you through their entire process of becoming an ingredient into a supplement. And I'm crossing my fingers. I can get the man behind all of it to join us. That's what's happening in the Beyond Healing Beyond the Diagnosis tribe, the HBD tribe. Come join us. Like I said, it's launching. It went live today. $99 a month. If you join by January, $199 a month if you're going to come in after. But here's the second secret. You can get a free month on me if you go into the podcast Beyond the Diagnosis with Dr. Kylie, myself, and write a review. Write us that review. Send an email to healingbeyondthediagnosis at gmail.com. Let us know you did write the review. And we will reply to that email with your code that will give you a free month. Pretty stinking cool, guys. I have been working on this for the last 18 months and it is finally available. So go jump in. Let's join together and change your story so you never tell the same story to another doctor again. Yes, I love labs. 
In fact, if you want me to read your labs, get inside the tribe because I do that there. We just decided to include that instead of it being separate. I'll help you take your normal labs, convert them into answers, hope, and healing, no matter what the diagnosis is or lack of diagnosis. And it's all available inside the tribe for one tiny low monthly fee. Most of this stuff would cost thousands of dollars. If you go sit down with a functional medicine practitioner of another sort in another state or not me, but probably say, oh, it's $8,500 plus about $500 in supplements per month. No lie. I found a way around it. Why? Because my first job as my priority is motherhood. Got to take care of my two kiddos. But in the meantime, I want to be able to help people change lives. There's a reason why I did what I did in school. And there's a reason why I think why I think and how I've trained myself, how I've trained myself. So I'm the last doctor. You tell your current stories. I want to help you change it. And you can easily get started inside that tribe. If you're thinking you want to have a trial of it, shoot, a, shoot the podcast a review. Go into Apple, iTunes, podcasts, write a review. Let me know that you wrote a review by emailing healingbeyondthediagnosis at gmail.com. Then we will reply to your email with your code for that free monthly trial. You can cancel anytime. I don't really care when you, well, I do care when you cancel because you're telling yourself no. You're telling your health no, your family's health no. When in reality, you're still spending the same amount of money on co-pays, medications, insurance, and where's it getting you? Just a thought. Literally, guys, 18 months in the process all comes down to this. It's the 18th. You have till January. Is there 31 days or 30 days in January? Whatever, it's not coming up. Whatever the end of January is. February, it goes to $199 a month. There are 31 days in January. So the morning of February 1st, Monday. In fact, hey, it's Monday Mindset Calls. That one's going to be about stress. I've got a Harvard graduate who focuses on managing and coping with stress. In fact, she believes, and I believe with her, that her dad died from stress. So she's going to help you learn how to change the mindset in regards to stress and handle it much more efficiently. That's happening two weeks from today. Holy smokes, I didn't realize it was that soon. So there you have it. DrKylie.com backslash healing beyond the diagnosis with the dashes in between each one of those words after the dot com. Link will be in the comments below. See you guys on the inside. Have you loved what you've learned so far? I hope so. The best compliment you can give me is a referral or a review. In fact, if you go and write a review for the podcast and then email healingbeyondthediagnosis at gmail.com, you can get a free 30-day trial inside the HBD tribe. Come see if it's right for you. Thanks.